0: Surfer's ear is a condition where the bone of the ear canal develops multiple bony growths called exostosis. I'm definitely saying that wrong, so please forgive me. Over time, this can eventually cause partial or complete blockage of the ear canal. The condition is primarily caused by prolonged exposure to cold water or wind. And it's horrible. I've had loads of friends that have had operations to get it sorted out. And that's why this episode is brought to you by Surf Ears. Definitely the best off-the-shelf earplugs I've ever tried. They're really comfortable. They have different size buds, so you can change the size according to your ear. They also have mesh over the back so that you can still hear, and they don't affect your balance. If you're in the market for a set of earplugs for this winter and want to upgrade your kit, Surf Ears is definitely the way to go. Their website is www.surfears.com, and uh, there's a link in, the, in my bio. Keep it together. Who else hates losing their kit? I definitely do. Nothing worse than losing one glove. This episode is brought to you by Sea Monster. It's a heavy-duty hanger made from recycled plastic designed to keep all your gear in one place. It's revolutionized the way that I store my gear. It's made my wife really happy because the bathroom is no longer covered in neoprene. And they've given us an awesome discount code, which is Slabby10, to get 10% off. Their website is wwwc acom But if you're too lazy to type that in, there is a link in my Instagram bio. Welcome to the Slab Bodyboarding Podcast, and thank you so much for listening. In this episode, we speak to Ruben Villegas. This pirate ship DJ has fun stories about huge wipeouts at silverbacks and dreams of running a bodyboarding festival in Panama until he can't do it anymore. So without any further ado, Ruben Villegas.
1: what's up brother how you doing ruben velikas welcome to the slab body
2: one podcast thanks man thanks for inviting me no problem at all what are you doing in florida i came here to do some work stuff before the season starts and also to meet some friends that live here i'm actually in cocoa cocoa beach okay where kelly slater is from (laughs) i went to the beach yesterday there was a few waves was offshore yeah very small like two feet but it's supposed to be very good yeah a lot of sharks
1: a lot of sharks
2: yeah it's famous for that so i'm not surfing i'm just drinking a beer outside and checking the people
1: (laughs) that's very cool very very cool
2: yeah yeah so um
1: let's jump straight into it um What's your backstory? Where, what, where did it all start for you? Where did the bodyboarding, work, like, life come in, and how did you start bodyboarding? Where's,
2: where's it all from? Uh, I, I am originally from Colombia, from Barranquilla. It's the Caribbean North part of okay. Colombia. Uh, I started uh, when I was thirteen years old. Okay. I went to the beach with my, with my grandparents and like some kind of like a family, a family launch on sunday and i saw like that there was people surfing and i thought that was only on tv well in my time that was on internet by then yeah I'm, or maybe it was but was starting off something like no one had phones no one had like really watching bodyboarding or surfing videos and computers yeah i it was I, I could only see the t-shirts like gotcha rusty with surfers in the back and i'm like oh that's yeah. like like a dream, like that. that's like in Hawaii or in Australia, like in my head, you know? And yeah. then I saw, and there were there were people surfing at like tw- 20 minutes from my home. I was like, what? There is waves here. How can I just, and then I asked my granddad that day, hey, granddad, I I like to, to surf like these guys. And he's like, yeah, my next trip, when I go uh, travel for working, uh, I will bring you one. So I used to come a lot to the States to work and stuff. And okay. So yeah, like two months after that, I don't remember how long after, but and he came back and I'm like, yes, he's bringing my surfboard. And then he brought me a boogie. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> and I was, a great I, story. I, I was like, this is not a surfboard. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just got, you know, I was a kid, I, like, And I was like, whatever, let's just go to the beach. I only could go to the beach on Sundays okay, because my family would like drive to the beach. I I still didn't like move myself around. So it was kind of like you have to take a bus and public transport. It was kind of whatever. They used to take me. They they took me the first time to the beach and my aunt took me in the water. He's like, you do this and this. And I was like, I did it. They took me to a wrong beach, but I tried it. And then I was like, wow. Like the first time I got the white water, like I felt like speed on it. I still remember that day. Like I was like, wow, this is, this is something I'm not going to stop doing. And then I started learning to take the bus on my own as a kid, going to the beach, like seeing other people. And then I saw one of my good friends that's still bodyboards and he's uh, in the team of Colombia of bodyboarding he was doing drop me and doing airs and i was like what you can do these things i thought it was this was only for like getting speed he was like he was like very he's still very good his name is diego insignares maybe you will hit him up one of these yeah. days and he was doing drop me and then prone and doing rolls and i was like what i'm no i don't want to surf for i want fins now i want like <laughs> because i didn't have fins yeah and then it all started from that i started just going every weekend i made friends with him i used to stay at his beach house every weekend and just practice 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 until yeah i won my first contest in colombia at 15 years old two years after and Gosh. yeah and finished school then i was like my daddy you used to live in panama it's next it's the country next yeah, where, yeah. I'm, where i actually live now and when i graduated from school i was 16 i was like oh what do i do i stay here the waves aren't good but not so good in, in colombia in yeah. that area i mean it gets good but never like bogas like panama you know yeah um so i was like um my granddad i used to i grew up with my grandparents and they were like oh you have you want to study in the states or you want to study in medellin which is like a city in the middle of colombia but there's no waves there's no ocean i was like fuck that i'm not going to the mountains i'm going i need i need to be near the the ocean and then they were like by that time they were internet more like faster you know with that phone with the dial like yeah ee- yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like i'm gonna check online to see and then i check in miami i was gonna come to miami and i saw and there was no waves like no much no much like a scene of surfing i was like yeah i don't i cannot do that and then i check panama and all I saw was surfing in the Caribbean, surfing in the Pacific, yeah. Playa Venao, Santa Catalina, videos, and like a whole culture already happening. And I was like, my dad lives in Panama. Panama have good waves. I'm going to Panama. So then I moved to Panama since I was 16. study my university in the city, the the circuit there. The level was very good, still very good there. And I could never win a contest until until uh, on when I was twenty three. So like seven years competing. Yeah that big... was always fourth or not even had passing the hits. Like you know, like for me getting fourth or third was like, yes, I made it to the finals because the guys were yeah. reaping, still reaping. They have a they actually have a group called um old school Panama they are the guys that I used to compete with I was the youngest yeah soon I will be the old school too <laughs> <laughs> we're but, all going to be old school one day yeah yeah so <laughs> so they 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 rip they they still rip like they still like I'm telling you that they they drop big waves they do backflips they do air, air reverse it's like yeah. very good level so uh I start I went th- I started, comp- I did the whole circuit until 2010 and 11 that I become champion 2010 and 2011 of Panama. Okay. Tw- twice in a year. And then I was like, okay, I'm happy about this, but I'm not going to compete in the circuit anymore. I'm going to kind of do like free surfing and competing just IBA yeah. or just my own. Like I started to realize the circuit was like everywhere not everywhere but that like kind of it was a, a a mixed circuit you know like between surf and bodyboarding and longboard so all, it was always very more 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 important surf open and yeah. then bodyboard yeah. was like when it was on shore okay bodyboard yeah. go final oh, bodyboard man. in a shitty two feet wave like the the, the, the contests were always like in a weekend they didn't do waiting period so if you're a new person like a public and you go to the beach and you see surfing in two feet. This kind of looks fun. The guys yeah. rip, you know. But if you see bodyboarding in a 2 unsure feet wave, you're going to yeah. say, I don't like bodyboarding. That's yeah. ugly. What is that? You know, yeah. like bodyboarding, you need at least a four feet with a like a, hole, like a barrel. For the ball. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So you can actually see what's about. Yeah. So I was kind of getting like bored of that. And you start traveling and using... Mm i had sponsors by them private sponsors and the government of colombia was always sponsoring me when when i was going uh, outside to compete not always but sometimes and yeah i just dedicated to free surf and just sometimes do some private contest iba or s- travel somewhere else yeah, yeah. And, and that's it man and then I, I i went to panama to to Bocas del toro for the first time like yeah 2008 or something and i always had it in my head like oh that place is amazing then i went i went again with a surf trip i i studied um marketing and graphic design in university so i used to work for this for this company monday to friday in office i was like 20 25 26 i'm thirty four now just in case <laughs> yeah so so uh, and I was like, I went to this trip to Bocas del Toro and I was like, Wow, my friends live here, some people live here, actually, there's waves, it's an island, it's like a small town. Yeah. you don't need to take a cab or drive your car to go to the office like I called my boss one day after before uh, before uh, like a Sunday night before going back to the city, like, hey, man, I'm not going I'm not going back. <laughs> i decided to just stay there and see what happened that's,
1: that's it you quit your job
2: yeah i quit my job i was like no just... i i cannot do this anymore i was not depressed but i was not i was like Hold not, not
1: in a good place yeah yeah
2: i was like no, i need to do more than this i cannot be in an office every day you know like and then internet was starting getting the internet yeah. faster and faster faster and I could just get freelance freelance work for yeah. my, my actual career from graphics and so I had my clients and I do and I could surf. So I would surf in the morning, come back, work from my computer, from anywhere and a hotel and whatever, friend's house at the beach, come back, surf in the afternoon. That was it. That that's been my life since then. Uh, yeah that's it and I, I became with, in, into music I became a dj moved back to the city had like my I had my my crisis with bodyboarding like we all do like fuck this I'm going back to the city I'm gonna make money and I became a dj then I realized I was partying too much and I was not surfing a lot that was like three years of my life from 28 to 30 it's, to the 30 and I was like okay too much party. I'm going back to Bocas and then I came back to Bocas and I'm still in Bocas. I've been four years in Bocas now again.
1: Nice. So tell us about Panama and and Bocas for someone that hasn't been there yet, um, which I definitely plan to plan to go. Um, And Bocas is definitely an up and coming surf destination. Maybe like Indonesia was 15 or 20 years ago. That whole, that whole Central America, you've got, Costa Rica has been good for a long time, but you've got yeah. Panama. I've got Nicaragua. All those places are very much up and coming. What's it like there now? Still, what's the scene like? Surfing, bodyboarding. Um, where's the best place to stay? Just like background of, of Panama. What's it like? like? Be a tour guide for me. <laughs> okay,
2: pa- Panama is a, is a beautiful country. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Uh, is is very small and thin yeah so it's like in the you know central america but it's the thinnest one more than costa rica and then nicaragua it's like very thin that you could surf the caribbean in the morning and then surf the pacific in the afternoon oh wow you could could do coast to coast we call it like surf in the morning in the pacific or something and then drive like three hours and surf the caribbean you know no sometimes we have sweat when there's when i used to live in if you live in the city you have the pacific next to you and the caribbean an hour away driving but the city is kind of polluted and the waves actually the the city where the buildings are like looks like like the big buildings in panama city that looks like kind of like miami or something like that okay yeah that place they have a bodyboarding uh, wave like it where bodyboarding they started actually with some champions from panama and uh, it was. It's called Boca la Caja. It's is a it's a rock like a slab. It's like a slab okay. in the rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they build a whole road on top of it, so cars oh, could no. go fast. So now it's not as good. They st- still still breaks, but now it's yeah. not right. And now it's a left. Okay. It's, it it's changed and it's it just kind changes. Of, yeah, and it's not like so consistent like. If you have a good in its a good swell but if you have a good swell, you can drive and then that's the part panama city everybody drives to go surfing at least yeah. one hour okay after one hour you started to get like beach breaks point breaks yeah. of rock like uh, uh, Laja, laha you call it it's like floor of it's like it's not reef it's like a solid, yeah, flat rock. like a yeah flat rock yeah yeah they are they are good when the swell is good yeah i call it i call it more there are stand-up surfing waves they are very okay. good, very perfect like it could get onto six seven feet yeah section of barrels and yeah very good waves but not not for bodyboarding yeah sometimes when swell of the two tight three times a year when it gets big yeah uh so you drive you have peninsula you have you can drive to Pedasi, which is another town small town of bodyboarding in the pacific there is a lot it, where them where most bodyboarder concentrate in panama okay. uh, it has very good waves in the pacific it's like five hours driving from okay. from panama okay and then you have cambutal santa catalina points big this area of the Pacific, more north, is more consistent, and the waves are bigger. When the yeah. when the city closer city waves have uh, a swell of three feet over there is six. You know, kind of understand yeah. like the more you yeah. drive, the, pre- yeah. the, the bigger and le- less and less people, and more like paradise. Oh. like yeah. more less buildings. more nature and then you have the caribbean an hour away from panama is there's a many many good waves kind of like bocas but it's kind of like not very quiet no one goes there yeah people drive and some it's kind of kind of secret right now yeah uh, and people don't like to go because people like to go in the scene where everybody goes where everybody has a, an apartment next to the the beach and stuff like that, you know, like this is more like what I call like real bodyboarding when you travel and you explore and you go in the middle of nowhere yeah. in the Caribbean. Very good ways. That's a, you can drive like one hour to two hours. And then you have well all that coast. They oh, they just did a new whole road there. And um, when I go back next year, I think I'm going to explore that area because before we didn't have a road that okay. connects the whole Panama in the Caribbean side. It yeah. was only in the Pacific side. Now they have okay. one next to the Caribbean. So Uh-oh. this is my... Ne- I'm sh- I'm, it's going to be like 10 Bocas in that area. I it's... swear. Wow. I swear it's, all that coast is blessed. The Caribbean side is blessed. It's just yeah. so, so many reef breaks like... Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So then you have Bocas. It's the in the border with Costa Rica. Okay. In the Caribbean side, you have the archipelago, which is Bocas. It's many islands, archipelago in the Caribbean, and all these island has hot waves. I live in Isla Colon, where is Bluff, where is um, Punch, and all these famous ones that you could see on the internet. But there is other. There is Bastimento where Silverback is. There is Carenero. There is Solarte and there is more unexplored ones. Yeah. I I will need more than than two hours (laughs) to to tell you. There's so many. Yeah. Well, over there, it's it's just, for me, it's my favorite place to surf ever. Like, I've I've been to a lot of places in the world. Yeah. And for me, home is better.
1: Wow, that says a lot.
2: I, I said I was in Hawaii. A few times, and I like it, but too many people. Yeah, too many people. Uh, not as. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. It, actually, Bluff Beach looks looks kind of similar than Pipeline, Pipeline because of the golden sand and the palm trees, and and the wave itself when it's big, you feel like wow, this is impressive, you know. But it's just focus has an energy has its charm it's more laid back no, it's not such a big a scene there i mean in yeah. february it's getting more and more crowded Um that's when you see oh maybe it's a bit crowded but there's so many points and many beaches the beach is very long so yeah you don't really you don't really feel like stressed or anything in the water or something like that hopefully it stays like that i don't think it's like everything it will it will uh development always will bring more tourists which is okay as long as we keep a like a nice ambient like um if we respect each other you know i don't yeah. i i'm not a, i'm not a localist you know like this crazy local like yeah looking for fights and stuff like that i hate that yeah if you respect, I respect the way the ocean yeah. is for everyone. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm also a tourist, like not a tourist, but I'm not from Panama. I'm from, yeah. from Colombia, you know, so I respect a lot of that I'm like, I came from there. I live here. But yeah, I, I, I think and also the good thing about Bocas is when it gets big, when it gets not big is in from January to March is consistently good size waves. Like, people is not fucking around when they surf.
1: Yeah. They
2: are, like, focused, you know. You, it's, you can't hurt yourself if you start doing, like, like, stupid stuff. Yeah, Throwing exactly. a, Like, surfing other ways people or, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, you fully understand. Where I come from in Wales, the, the standard of surfing is quite low. So it's just really dangerous being in the water sometimes. You've got, you're paddling out and somebody just throws their surfboard and you're like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it's, right. it's crazy. But um, yeah, when it starts to get bigger and bigger, that crowd thins out, all the kooks get out the water. And then it's just a the crew of people that know what they're doing as um, much. Right. Uh, it's just, you feel, even though it's bigger and it's more dangerous to surf, you just feel more comfortable because you're not gonna get hit when someone's throwing their board away or right and over here it's bad because it's uh, most people ride long boards, so it's oh. nine foot yeah <laughs> it's nine foot seven eight nine foot boards um, that are just they come from everywhere it's crazy um, but yeah that's that's wicked I, um I love talking about wipeouts on on waves. And i uh, talking to people about their wipeouts. And um, okay. I, saw, I saw on your Instagram, there's a, a picture of you at Silverbacks. Um, yeah. Taking a pretty big, big wipeout. What's the story behind that? Like, what was the, what were the conditions like? The day? How did
2: it all set up? What? That was this year, actually. It was in, in March, the first of March. Yeah. It's my, it's my birth month. <laughs> Could have been my birth death. <laughs> <laughs> My, my my date of birth too uh no no i'm just kidding but no i was just i i i always wanted to surf like i always want to surf silverback but there's no crowd for it like because okay. we are we are we are always you, you need to take a boat you spend okay. money like get a group it's not like just go yeah no, it's You're like just, okay. A, Oh, have, a, oh, uh, have a friend that has a boat and then you pay for the gas or whatever and yeah, yeah. someone that needs to drive it good because it's not so easy to be around there and the boats okay. that takes you there like the, the public the water taxis when you tell them you go there they're like fuck that i'm not going there <laughs> because because the ocean is yeah yeah a lot going on and usually when it breaks the Usually, Bocas is uh, the water is transparent. When that yeah. breaks, it gets kind of darky. The water everywhere, yeah. like love punch, and then you realize, oh, the ocean is is heavy today yeah. because it moves so much stuff. Yeah, like, it is not transparent blue anymore. It's like kind of like a thick, almost brown, but it's green, dark green. Yeah, like, yeah. Then when you can, you know what I mean. Yeah, the ocean yeah. Gets like thick. Yeah. yeah, so you could just see it everywhere. The, the 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 island where the town is is flat always. When when those days when it breaks, it's like it's you choppy. can just you breathe it, you feel yeah. it. You feel like this the energy of the place when you speak. So well, and uh, the people don't want to go always. They're like, oh, it needs more swell. It's uh, it needs a good wind if it's. Or you, or you want it uh, glassy yeah, or a little offshore okay. because that's the bad thing about it it's, it's too picky okay. like it needs too many conditions to work as, yeah. and it's a yeah, big yeah, wave, yeah. you want it to be perfect if not, you make uh, mistakes yeah, yeah. it's easy to fall uh, well, uh, going back to the point, no one wants to go all the time and i tell my friends and they're like oh let's just stay at bluff let's go to la cour but i mean it's easier Just drive yeah. you ride your bike you ride your scooter whatever You walk. It's so it's it's not it's like natural you wake up you go to bluff or you go so close you know yeah still very back we get lazy we're like okay we have to plan it we have to take a boat we have to spend money we have to do this and this and it's that's what happens but i was this year hey let's go when the when it's big 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 let's go let's go and no one, one day we went it was not so good we came back another day we went was choppy we came back and, the, and it's like that you know you just, just go yeah. and see it and then and that day it was it was we woke up at 4 30 a.m we were like this is the day we go so we all went, no one wanted to, it was like, it was a whole... it's a longer story than what I'm going to tell you because a lot of things happens. Even people were moody. like we almost had a fight with this guy in another boat because we were a group and then he was saying like, why are you guys bringing so many people? And this guy is not even from Boca's, this guy is from the States. And he's like telling us a group of mostly they were like the team of surf stand-up surfing, that came to visit yeah. us and they're our friends and they wanted to see yeah. it themselves. So they are like the future of surfing, like good guys yeah. that came to visit us and they wanted to go with us silverback with the with the three body boarders, only three body boards, and most of them were stand-up surfers. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted and they were kids like 18, 19, like you know, like kids that yeah. wanted like surf good ways and most of them Panamanians, and this guy is like, and we were like, what the fuck? So I had to tell him something, and then he came to the bowl with like a not really nice way of, like people were, the energy was, even in own people. But at (laughs) the end, he said, sorry, we said sorry, it was all good, he went to the lineup, all all good after that, but it was just a lot of uh, people get nervous, I don't know. We went there, and that thing was offshore, but too much like super heavy offshore you know and everybody in the boat again i think if we go to punch better i think if we go to dumpers it's better. i'm like put my fins put the leash on the fins which is not a leash it's just like a shoelace yeah <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm out of here Yeah, i jump out the boat myself only myself and then a kid with the surfboard that is a, a, a local from bocas and with the, and he 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 came with following me and i went there it's like my 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 heart was like okay it's good it's, i'm just you know like I'm, I'm excited yeah. about it sometimes i feel like that way you need to tow, uh, uh toe in. yeah yeah you need a jet ski sometimes because it's a lot of water and when you paddle it sucks and then you are in the in the hole you need to take it back door yeah if you take it in the peak you're just too deep yeah you have, you need yeah. to take it where it's smaller but back door
0: yeah so you go almost like a wedge
2: wave almost like a wedge wave yeah this wave has two types the bigger one comes in the back you see a lot of pictures where you see the guy dropping from the when you see a, a a guy dropping, but not in the tooth, he took the big one, but not the squared one. Yeah. When you, when the picture you sell, that was yeah. the squared one, like the one you take that breaks a little bit more in the front, but it's more hollow. Yeah, yeah. That's two type of waves. Well, I I got there. I paddled the first wave. The offshore in my face, I couldn't. Oh, and then I couldn't get it. Second wave the same paddle with my all my strength couldn't get it and then the third one was like i was like i'm taking this one like paddle 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 with my hands you know like both hands and fins like dun, 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 with my chin and the nose of the yeah. board like, dun, dun, dun. a lot of ushering usher in my eyes and i couldn't see and then when i, I finally get my the get, grab my board to like check on the bottom, I have the sequence of the picture. I could, you could see the offshore in my eyes. I couldn't see anything. And then when I looked down, I was like, oh, oh fuck. I I cannot, I cannot, like, if I drop it, like airdrop, I probably break my ribs and my back or something. It was yeah. too, All right. not only the, the size, it was just a flat ho- hole, like a hole in yeah. a flat. I was like, oh, so I left <laughs> abandon equipment. <laughs> um just went like a frog in the <laughs> but the wipeout itself was very fast i say maybe 7 to 8 seconds okay not just really put you
1: long. spit you back out the back no
2: i no, felt, <laughs> no i i fell like this is the bowl i fell before the leap hit yeah. and i fell i was um under under the under the water, and I felt like I like when you jump from a trampoline, like yeah. No, and I didn't feel any movement, any energy. I was like, I I am not gonna fight to come out because all this energy is gonna come and it's gonna yeah. throw me again. I was just I felt I was too deep. When it breaks, it sucked me, and it threw me again. So I felt in the in the water, I relax and then I wait until. Sucks me again and throw me, and then that's the wipeout started. Very, yeah. very, a lot of movement. Yeah. But I was very, like I knew, I was very relaxed actually. I was just like this in case, in case of a reef.
1: Yeah. So for people listening, you you were protecting your head.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was prote- yeah. I was protecting my head in case of in case of I hit a reef. and i never hit the reef i only touched it with my feet yeah when i touched it at the it was almost the end of the but i could feel the energy going going less and less energy and then i started like to move a bit and i touched the reef i caught a bit but it was just because i moved too fast and i touched the reef and then i came out but i have to win like one two like like three times like i was very deep yeah i was and very far really very, like far like took me like 15 minutes to go back to the point it has so <laughs> much it has so much energy it has yeah. so much energy it's when you actually finish the wave if you take a wave and you don't mix, you just finish it you get off the wave. you keep like a foil you keep going in the flats like so far just just yeah momentum yeah yeah just the piece that generates imagine when you go with the white part it throws you so far away so after that i was like let's do this and everybody was screaming like when i came back like what they made everybody go everybody went out like people started to getting in the water like you know, like if they saw me, I got this gnarly wipeout, and nothing happened. Yeah. And they were like, fuck this. I'm going to, you know, let's like, get let's in. Do, let's do this. Yeah. I, just... I, I, I remember my friend. I know if you heard him before, Brian Bitalo. No, but I don't love him. He served he serves a bi- really big Puerto Escondido, and he always goes to the season in Boca del Toro as well. He was there in the channel, looking at me. He was like, he looked at, he saw the wipeout, and he was like, that was the gnarliest thing I ever seen. And then he was throwing <laughs> up because he felt bad. He couldn't serve that day. He was seasick. Uh, yeah, it, a lot of things happened, but yeah, that was it, man.
1: It's a very cool story, and that picture, yeah. I'll um link to it on on Instagram. It's a it's a wicked picture because you're like just getting absolutely thrown in the lip. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: a good, yeah. I actually the wave after, not the second but the third, I took the same wave and I got the barrel and came out. But oh. it was, I have a video of it, but you cannot see the whole thing. You can see just yeah. when I get into it, but. That was definitely uh, my best silverback barrel came out of it because it was, yeah, it was, I remember screaming so hard after it. Yeah, it's on my hard drive in my head.
1: In your head. Yeah. That's where they should be, is in your head. Yeah. 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 Wicked, dude. So we have to talk about um, the black magic because it just seems like a perfect life to live. Uh, what, right? is, what, is the, what is the black magic?
2: The black magic
1: yeah
2: the black magic is a pirate party pirate ship (laughs) i mean that
1: that just says enough it's a party pirate ship
2: yeah they actually had a cool uh, halloween party yesterday oh nice yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a very very cool attraction for the islands for for the for bocas like a lot of people talks about it like hey we're going to yeah. we want to go to Bocas to go in just to go there you know like yeah yeah it's it's a it's a very cool project from some friends actually okay they're a group of people that are actually doing more than black magic they're doing they have like a it's like a hotel group like a, okay they have like different kind of businesses like the tourism, you know, like uh, they have yeah. a they have a Bambuda Bambuda Castle, Bambuda Town. There they have in the other islands too. The Palma. They, it's it's a very and the cool thing is that they're young and they're doing like pretty like interesting things, you know. Yeah. And with uh, fo- uh, targeting like the young travelers, surfers, yeah. people that yeah just want to enjoy life and yeah always with good style you know like the stuff they do is has a lot of a lot of i mean you want to go there you you go to you you see the black magic, you know like i you, you go to Boca's, you want to go party there of course yeah it's, so it's, what we
1: what were you doing on the black magic what what is what's your connection with
2: it um uh, my friend my friend uh Uh, the captain of the of the boat is one of my best friends from Panama since kids his name is bolivar he's he's the captain and he is the one who talked to me about it introduced me to one of the owners he told me like hey these guys are doing this party this party boat project i'm going to be the captain he talked to me because i was already doing uh, parties in boats but catamarans you know like okay but this one was a pirate ship, bigger. Yeah, I was like, I like that. Yeah, so okay. so yeah, they when before COVID, they, they we did the first very very first opening parties. There, I was the resident DJ. Okay. The, so- yeah, resident DJ of the Black Magic. Yeah, okay. and then COVID happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, for all of us, it's uh, it's a yeah. bit of a bit of a downer. Do you have any crazy stories from the Black Magic? Anything good?
2: Everything is good from the black magic. <laughs> all, all, all good stories. A very cool story is that the, um, the, the carnivals right before COVID, like. It was the energy of these parties. The first, the first part, the first actual, the opening party. Yeah. Uh, I remember like i just a lot of friends we had a long a lot of friends that we didn't get to see each other at the same time for a long time because some of them moved to the states some of them you know like adult you get adult some people take their way yeah and we were friends since kids and this this is carnivals in panama in february every year so it's like four days of like party people going crazy it's like a national fest it's carnivals so everybody have four free days to just get crazy so was one of these days in carnivals and it happened that all this surf group in between bodybuilders and surfers and people that used to live in the city that it would come all together and it I remember it was the best party of my life because of my friends, the black magic, and just so, so much love. You know, like yeah, like crying of happiness. You know, <laughs> That's that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, crying. It of sounds happiness. like it sounds like an absolutely
1: like wicked time. And the black magic sounds. I'm maybe getting a bit old for it now, but uh, something nah. I would have. <laughs> No, man.
2: How old are you?
1: Uh, older than you. Nearly 40. 40 next I'm near,
2: year. Uh, oh, good. But you look good, man. Uh, no. <laughs> 40s are the new 20s. <laughs> 40s are new 20s. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah.
1: wish. Oh, well, I wish hey, I was man, 20 again.
2: But. You should visit. You should of course. Actually... Oh. I was going to comment to you. I'm organizing the first bodyboarding uh, uh, festival in, in, in Bocas del Toro with a team. The
1: Bocas Invitational.
2: Yeah, yeah, man.
1: I was going to ask you about that, and but we can talk about it now. Um, it, so, so give some background. So it's the Bocas Invitational, and yeah. it's, it's not only a competition, it's also a full festival, live music.
2: Yeah. Everything yeah. attached to yeah. it. This is the first edition we're kind of... Going everywhere, asking sponsorship, trying to do um, like puller contacts. I'm with two other people, do two yeah. two other bodybuilders from Panama City. That they are, we are a good team, you know, and we are putting a lot of. We've been working on this almost one year. Okay, and uh, this is the first edition. Uh, I it was always my dream since yeah. since since I moved to Boca's and I was DJing and bodyboarding, I was like, hey, I should do something like involved, that involves these things. Yeah. You know, and then I, I accidentally during COVID, one of, when I was thinking about it, I'm a lot, my friend from Colombia talked to me, he tells me, hey, this, my friend from Basque country, she's the, president of the surf federation of basque country wants to talk to you because they want a dj like do um interchange of dj and stuff he just told me something like that and i was like yeah tell her to call me and then she calls me and we talk and she already is doing what i wanted to do she does she's a dj for fun but she has a really good dj friends and producer music producers yeah and she serves and she's doing the Federarte, which is like the the contest they do there. They they do like the best events I've seen in in like in terms of the the concept they have. Yeah. I will send you some links. They have like it's the beach in San Sebastian. They have a surf contest. They have a bowl, people skating outside and DJs yeah. in the meals at the same time. Oh. It's like cultural music, surf, you know, it's very yeah. nice. And she was like less like we we joined you know
1: yes yeah. far- we have a, a similar thing here in the uk not for bodyboarding unfortunately it is for surfing um it's called the Boardmasters. so Boardmasters is down in new Key and they okay. have it's um it's a festival for the whole town so they have different events and different bands and djs and things all over the city it's not just one venue um but they have really big, like Jack Johnson. I saw him play there. Um, oh, that's they so have cool. lot, like big artists go down there. It's like a very big, very big festival. Um, nice. So it sound, sounds similar to to. And then I have obviously this, the the boardmaster surfing competition. i and never heard
2: of it. I, you should send me a link to check it out.
1: I'll, yeah, I'll send you a boardmasters link. Yeah, So um, it's really good. The weather is not great though. It's always raining. <laughs> <laughs> and i'll be honest the surf is not that great either but it's it's a good weekend it's loads loads of fun yeah
2: yeah i I believe yeah and and how is how is how are where you live is there waves close to you
1: uh there are waves um and there i have a few breaks near me but the conditions like we're starting the winter season now so it will get better and better and better. But for the summer, there's nothing summer. We ride mountain bikes. Right. Uh, yeah. The, in the summer, there's absolutely nothing. So, and then in the winter, I've spoken about this lots on the podcast before in the winter, it's so cold and so dark. Um, five form wetsuits, boots, gloves, hood. It's uh yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely freezing. So yeah, i'm
2: not the best friend of the cold
1: <laughs> yeah no it's definitely definitely not um but uh you were just over here you were in in i want to say switzerland for a short amount of time
2: yeah yeah and you got my girlfriend's your, uh, from switzerland
1: your girlfriend's from switzerland okay yeah yeah that's and, why um,
2: I, I was there yeah i was
1: I, I was hoping that uh you might actually have stayed long enough to maybe uh competed front
2: on but uh i wanted to go to portugal first to the Sintra.
1: yeah
2: but i couldn't even make it there because i was already too long in europe i went from june oh, okay. until september beginning of september and your visa cannot
1: yeah three months you... is it 90 days yeah
2: it's only three months and i asked permission from the basque country because i wanted yeah. to compete in their contest as well but they postponed it because of waves yeah, yeah and i couldn't either could next so year. like
1: next year next year oh. next year next uh-huh. year definitely i'd next love to def- see you so front on
2: yeah man i want to i want to try that wave i actually saw it saw it yesterday the fight only the finals yeah that was, was epic
1: Pierre and tristan absolutely crazy yeah. final eh? some of yeah. the oh, big moves and good conditions which is awesome for bodyboarding like yeah, it's uh it just showcases a really really nice but um uh, yeah, while yeah. you were in in Switzerland you did get to surf.
2: Yeah I I I got to to surf in the in the wave garden. I it's the same passed. one we have here. Okay, and i yeah. Ah, yeah I've seen that one, it's the same type of wave, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So how was that? How did you find it? It it was fun, it was expensive yeah <laughs> uh i feel like you have to just only do the the beast you know they have levels yes. like the yeah. waikiki uh which is beginners then then advanced then expert and then okay. and then pro and then beast. Okay. So I had to do an advanced first session, to so I could surf the pro. No, I I had to do an expert first by law. Okay. To do a pro. Okay.
0: Session.
2: And when I actually started to get fun for bodyboarding was at the half of the pro, which is okay. start to getting like the beast. Yeah, yeah. The type of wave, and you cannot surf the beast if you are not part of the Alpine Surf Club really yeah wow so, so that... that was kind that was kind of sad for me that i couldn't serve the actual yeah. wave that i wanted to so the first session was kind of boring not boring but it was just like oh there it goes 12 bucks <laughs> each <laughs> wave because you only serve like <laughs> yeah you only surf like 11 waves per hour yeah because it was already 10 people like it was it was twelve people, and it's a set of six waves. Every set, so wow. it's like, uh, it's just, yeah. If if beast, if they could let you, I'm talking about bodyboarding. Yeah, I should have brought with me a surfboard and do the first in the surfboard. It would be okay. more fun. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. But, yeah, but 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 in the beast mode you can you can really like I, the last part of the pro you could i could really get get like some ramps and some like hollow like he gets a barrel you know like a nice one yeah yeah
1: yeah that's wicked so yeah. what are
2: your thoughts on wave pools do you think they have a future for us for bodyboarding they do they do yeah. i i believe when the more they are the more they get popular the cheaper it gets as well
1: yeah yeah, so I think so we have
2: expensive because it's the beginning now. So.
1: Yeah, true. So we have we have one here now. So in Bristol we have one. That they, they only go up to experts at this point. Um, they don't have pro or, or beast mode, so we, we get only get to surf the expert. Um, but there are two more opening, and here it's expensive now. But when they open the, the other two, I think when the competition is there, then they'll start to start to reduce the price maybe i don't know but um yeah it's interesting to see and uh it'll be interesting for for competition surfing in the future where we don't have to wait have holding periods or
2: something like especially for maybe olympics for the olympics that's what i see it for the olympics yeah Yeah. and um, actually i have to say that the one that calls more the attention to me is the surf lakes one
0: because it looks uh, yeah. more
2: real like more like like a, yeah this one you start like in a in a wall and it's tiny and then it yeah. comes. this one is you feel like and there's waves there and the other side it's like a big yeah, beach yeah, yeah. break you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it looks it crazy looks, with it and it looks good the barrel yeah it looks it was like, just
1: a just a clip on instagram of of it came out now it went viral and it just looks so good it's only like what three foot but uh looks beautiful you mentioned COVID a little bit earlier and um and what was happening in, in panama at the time obviously everything shut down but you guys put together something um over the time that was called quarantine diaries how did yeah. that all what all, what all that where did that all come from um what was the story behind that
2: uh the video was we were that that was the time when i met um before that i met my actual girlfriend the swiss okay and uh she had to stay in bocas for five months you know wow like so we had someone to film (laughs) because we never want (laughs) we we never want to film we always take i like i I do like it i like yeah make the thing is sometimes i want to surf and when i surf no one wants to film yeah that's the real so then when i see when i when i surf and i come out i'm like hey you get that one no i or it's blurry or it's like because my friends they, they are not filmmakers they just they they want to surf yeah and it's okay that's okay so i and i was not into the whole filming for many years. I used to make a lot of videos before. Um, But then in quarantine, we were like, let's just make something out of it. I didn't even have a camera. My neighbor gave me a camera, like, use this camera. I was like, I had some lenses, but I didn't have a camera, I lost it. And I was like, okay, use this old Canon. And then I found a tripod and my, like, it was like, let's just make some. And my friend Salomon had a GoPro. It was like very low budget video, <laughs> but a good, what a good cameraman, camera woman actually. I taught there her what to do, and she got almost every shot. Nice. So nice. It, so
1: what's the story? I've read somewhere that um, you were in town, and then you had you decided actually you we're just going to go and stay on Bocas. So what's what yeah, happened
2: there? I, I, I was in in, in Bocas. That was the best okay. place to be in quarantine because it's an island and it's not so many people not so many cases. Okay. Still, they were restrict, restrictions. You could only go to, out to buy food one day okay. at the time. Only men, which is weird. Men on Monday, women on Tuesday, men Wednesday. Like so weird. And, <laughs> and wearing a mask. And until at 7, everything is shut down until 6 a.m. the next day. It was like a ghost town. So I am lucky that I live in Big Creek, which is an area outside the town. Let's say the town is the city and I live at the beach side. Everything is okay. beach side, ocean yeah, side. Yeah. But I'm like a little bit farther, like eight minutes driving. <laughs> so in my area, I could skate to the little beach and check the ocean, like the conditions, you know, with the dogs and stuff. And like, and if a police will pass, I will say like, yeah, man, I'm outside, but look, my dogs, or I'm just in my patio, you know, like, and people, the police were very soft in that, in that uh, scenario, like in Bocas, you know, but to transport from there to Bluff is 20 minutes, and you cannot be driving your cars around, like in groups of people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's kind of like... We have a friend that lives in Bluff that told me the cops went to check. They just left. They pa- the other one that lives in the corner. They just passed. Now get out. And then I will. My friend will drive his car, pick me up. Me and Simona get in the car and just be like, <laughs> and and we went to Bluff. He was he found this spot, at this hotel from an Australian old man that has this hotel there, and he got to have he got to spend the quarantine in his own hotel by himself and one worker. So he had many rooms where a lot of people stay there and he was like just pay me like 10 bucks 15 bucks and i just for the cleaning lady and we just stay there in bluff the whole time in quarantine we used to i used to go home when it gets flat go back home stay in my own house because i had ac and it got and his place had it got very very hot was very hot (laughs) so that was the only bad thing (laughs) but but at midday, everybody, like my friend used to go to his car and turn the AC on. Or you had to go to like the beach or something because you cannot be in the place. And, and yeah. from, from 10 to 4, you cannot be there. <laughs> but it was still nice. We could be there at Bluff for only 10, 15 bucks a night. And we would we, we, we spend like four of the, the, the days of the swell there and then come back to home. You know? And in Bluff, no one was coming. Sometimes they some people jealous they call like hey, there's people surfing, like some old guy that just didn't have nothing to do and they thought we would give COVID to the fishes or something. <laughs> and then, and then the police will come and it was like a joke the police taking out people out of the water. I never got caught, but some friends did, and they just will take you to town. And my friends would say like, hey, you're taking me to the worst area. I'm already social distancing. You're taking me to town. Yeah. Uh, they take you to town so you can pay 50 bucks. It's a ticket you have to pay. It was all about money. They were just yeah. taking, money from, taking money from the people. For I don't know where that money get, went though.
1: Yeah. Uh, a uh, crazy, crazy world yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah absolutely but- crazy. But we got a cool
1: little clip out out of it. It's a sick clip, and it's um it's opened my eyes to to Bocas. A, a friend of mine was there just before COVID. He was in Bocas, and he's he dropped an edit, and um and then I've seen yours, and it's just like Bocas, It's just somewhere that I absolutely want to go. Um, for for South African, it, it's it's nice because there's I don't have to get a visa, which is also fun um but uh yeah definitely on the cards to to come over there
2: yeah you should come um,
1: it looks looks amazing i i can't wait at all
2: it is it is a it is a nice place Uh, i i i invite you man come anytime come anytime (laughs) and let's go let's go surf
1: i don't know that i'm as good as you are but uh i'll I'll try (laughs) it's
2: all about it's all about having fun man true story
1: True and, story.
2: and just come. I'm a good tour guide.
1: You're good tour guide. That. Well, that's yeah. what we need. That's what we need. Ruben, I think that's a, a pretty good place to, to wrap it up. Have you got any sponsors or anyone you want to give a shout out to?
2: Uh, yeah, I I want to give a shout out to Simona yeah who made the clip she was just calling me on WhatsApp, up and i ignore her because i'm on <laughs> uh thanks for the clip uh for it. uh yeah and just say yeah thank you slap bodyboarding for for the opportunity to share this and yeah no man you're welcome anytime come to Boca el toro and surf with us over there i will keep sending you some some stuff we have for sure we will have much material now when a few good bodyboarders are gonna come in February for the yeah. event. I will send yeah. you some content about that.
1: That'll be sick. When yeah. what are the dates for that? What? Is, when does it kick off? 15th to 20th of
2: February. Fifteenth to 20th. 20. 2022. 22, First, yeah. edition. First, First edition. First edition. I think I oh. that's my my goal to do it every year until I um I can. My, yeah. my live project with Bogas, yeah.
1: That is wicked. It's also it's my birthday that month, so maybe ah oh, should come man. Maybe a
2: birthday present. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Give you you deserve it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know so much. That is it's been awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast.
0: Riven, thank you so much for jumping on. I really enjoyed our chat, and I hope to see you in Panama soon, maybe for your Bocas Invitational Festival. Just a reminder that that's from the 15th to the 22nd of February 2022, and uh, I imagine it's going to be an awesome festival. If you can get there, do it. This episode of the Slab Bodyboarding Podcast was brought to you by Surf Ears. Keep water out, let sound in. It was also brought to you by SeaMonster. Keep it all together. Thank you for listening.